Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Come see the Boutique on Central in downtown Laurel for the best deals in women's fine clothing. Let us complete your one-of-a-kind look at the Boutique on Central at 531 Central Avenue in downtown Laurel. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun-Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. I really enjoyed that conversation, as I always do here on Coast View. Hey, listen, uh, I got two that I want to share with you, and then we're going to move to my friend Robbie D'Angelo. And uh, both of them sort of apply to the apply to conversations that he and I inevitably get into. One is really short and sweet. It's kind of funny. Posted by my friend Susan Myers Griggs, and it's again it's short and sweet. And this is what it says: I can't believe bedtime used to be a punishment. <laughs> you know that's true. I don't care what age you are. We're we live in this sort of fast moving world. And uh, by the time we get in bed, man, that's a that's a wonderful time. And in fact, I noticed that a friend of mine posted on Facebook this morning that she it was 3 a.m. and she still hadn't gotten to sleep. She was going to go ahead and get up and put a Boston butt on or something. And I, I sent her a note and said, "Man, don't do that. You know, sleep is some of the most important stuff you can do." We'll talk more about that here in a second with Robbie. But here's the other one by Erin Van Buren. I didn't really know who she was, but she's an author from Southern California. And this is a, this is really a good one, actually. And it's very true. You are worn and cracked and dented. And that is okay, because I have never heard of a clean and shiny sword that won a war. You know, there's, there's a lot to be said for that. You know, the, the trials and tribulations of life in a lot of ways, make us more wise and prepare us for the future. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm, as I mentioned, I'm reading the Bible in a year. And uh, I've always been a faithful Catholic, but it's always important to go back and, 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 and study the Bible in the way that I am now. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, whether you're a religious person or not, everyone is broken. Everyone is broken in one way or another. And as I say on the show, you never know what someone is going through. But um, but the human spirit's a very resilient thing if you let it be and you teach yourself to be resilient. And there, there are a lot of ways to, to become more resilient. Faith is one of them. But, you know, this is not a religious show. I'm just sharing a personal experience with you. But um, but anyway, it makes it that which does not kill us makes us stronger. And, uh, you know, the trials and tribulations of life are what prepares us for the future. And, and if we're very focused on that, we can we can have a wonderful future. Anyway, uh, with all that said, I want to move over to my fr- friend, Robbie. Robbie, I saw you shaking your hand as I was sharing those quotes. But there's a lot of truth to that, though, isn't there? So much truth. I mean, I've never met a perfect person. Um, you know, I, I wasn't here when Jesus walked the earth. And I think that's what makes the human experience so beautiful is that we're all flawed, we all have scars, and to my personal belief system, I believe that we're all doing the best we can to make the best of this life. A lot of truth to that, a lot of truth. Hey, listen, uh, I have uh, the opportunity each year, because, you know, I have a, as you and I have discussed before, my my quest to be healthy is a a 365-day-a-year thing and has been for over 40 years. But every Lent, though, I, I try to take it up a notch. And 
you know, one thing is reading the Bible. You know, that's, that's helped my mind and my soul. But the other is um, this time, you know, I'm not a big drinker. Neither is my wife, Ann. I'll, I'll, like if we're on a boat, I'll have a beer. I enjoy that. If we're at the islands, I'll have a beer. I'm not, again, I'm not a big drinker. On the weekends, I'm, I like a glass of wine. I never have more than two glasses of wine, but I like a glass of wine. Um, but I gave up all drinking for, for Lent. And you know, one of the things that I noticed, I have, I wear a, a Fitbit. You and I have talked about this before, but I, I monitor my resting heartbeat, which is usually a, my resting heartbeat on average is usually in the low 50s. At night in sleep, it gets down to 40 beats a minute, which is a, for my age is a real indication of the work that I've done is really paying off. The other thing is heart rate variability, which is what that is, as you probably well know, is the, it's the, it's the variation between beats. So your heart can beat 60 beats a minute, but if your heart rate variability is low, it means that there, that, that the time between beats is variable. The higher the heart rate variability, the more healthy, the, the better. And what I've noticed is that on weekends, even with a glass or two of wine, that my heart rate variability declines. And then when I get to Monday during the week, it starts to go back up again. And then when I get to weekends again, not, I'm not talk, saying drinking to, you know, a couple of glasses of wine. That's it. Not, you know, some people go and they hard, they hard drink at nighttime and it affects them in so many ways they can't even fully appreciate. <clears throat> but, but I'm amazed at how not doing that, how not having a glass of wine here and there every now and then, never during the week, that my heart rate variability has just climbed and stayed at a very high level. And I started to read about this. I started to re- wanted to understand more about it. Alcohol has a terrible, terrible impact on your body, not just your heart. And it can be just a minor amount of, of if you're doing it regular, like on weekends, for example, it had alcohol is a killer over a long period of time, isn't it, buddy? Well, I mean, let's be honest. It is a toxin you're putting into your body. And a lot of it, honestly, is how well your body processes toxins. Um, you know, some people can metabolize them quickly. Some people, like, I, I'm amazed by the people that can go out and have a few drinks and feel perfectly fine the next day. But at that same time, they don't realize the damage it's actually doing to their body. And I, I think, too, it's like something we've talked about in the past. They don't realize the damage because it's the new normal. And if they would quit, they would start to realize how good they could feel. Yeah. You know what's interesting? Somebody, I think it was Todd Trenchard who said on the show that people who drink a lot are creating a facade. You know, they're creating a fake, a very shallow sense of happiness. And when you don't drink, and he's been sober now for well in the 20-something years, you know, he didn't realize how, what happiness really was. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, it's interesting, again... I'm not even a big drinker, but one of the things that I've noticed is that there's more of a, I have more of a sense of calm. It's, I, I, I don't know how else to say it. I'll be just sitting there and thinking, I just feel calmer. I don't know. I don't know what that's about. I've never just gone cold turkey and not drink anything for a period of time. And it's just leading me to believe that, I, that beyond Lent, I may just not drink again, or maybe I'll drink ir- very irregularly, even though I enjoy a glass of wine on the weekends. Um, it is, um, but I can only imagine someone who drinks a lot. And I have some friends of mine, incidentally, that drink way too much. They drink way too much, hard, hard, hard liquor. 
uh, on weekends they drink a ton, what it's doing to their liver, what it's doing to their heart, what it's doing to their soul, what it's doing to their psyche, what it's doing to their relationships, what it's doing to their fake sense of happiness is pretty significant. And that describes a lot of people I know, unfortunately, but it's true, isn't it? It is. You know, I'm seeing this more and more in society right now is we're chasing these highs and we're, we're, we're having vices such as alcohol in our life because we want to feel good. And instead of doing like the long, hard work it takes to accomplish something, it's much easier to go grab that drink or one of the other many vices that we have. And what you experience is exactly what you're talking about. We get these highs <laughs> from a tool instead of internally. And what it does is it creates a false sense of high. Now we're always oscillating between our homeostasis and this high. And that piece that you're talking about is because with a lot of oscillation, you're always trying to either chase a high or come back down, chase a high or come back down instead of the peace that comes with this being. Yeah. You know, Robert St. John, the restaurateur, you know, Robert from Hattiesburg, who's a prolific author and writer and producer and and now he's traveling to Europe's you know six months out of the year he's in fact he's in Spain literally as we speak and he and I have become good friends and we're going to do we're actually going to do a show while he's on while he's in Spain we're going to find the time to do it he you know he he had a, a very significant drinking problem and salt sobriety and it's interesting to watch Robert in his multiple restaurants and his times in Paris and his times in Spain and traveling, literally traveling all over Europe, eating this amazing food, especially in places like 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 Italy, where uh, where when you get into the countryside, they're known for their olives and their wine, you know, the grapes and the wine. But he doesn't drink the wine. But he brings people for wine pairings and you know all these wonderful you know eating experiences, and he doesn't look back about it. And you think, how can someone go do that? Can go travel and do that and be part of that and not partake in something like the wine and what the wine brings to that experience? And he does it. He doesn't do it, and he has incredible happiness and peace in not doing it. He doesn't. You know what I mean? Doesn't have any. He's just sort of redefined. What a great experience is. Even if everyone at the table is drinking a glass of wine, he's completely cool not doing it. And he wants to talk about it. He wants to tell about how he does that because a lot of people probably need to hear what he has to say. But this is a very common conversation you have, isn't it? It is. Actually, this is something um, I've had this week with one of my clients is he's using tools such as alcohol um, and caffeine, those things to chase a state of being, chase a feeling, to chase this higher productivity or you know whatever he's chasing. And I'm like, you know, here's the thing, you can get there without the tools. And that's the goal is exactly what Robert's talking about is a lot of people need the social lubricant of alcohol so they can be more social, be more themselves, and lowers the prefrontal content, cortex's ability to judge. Um, which is why people are a little more free when they're drinking. But I, I'll give you a personal example. When I hired my last mind. Hey, let's do let's do this. Let's we're gonna give that example on the other side because we're in the, the, the segment. When we continue, we'll we'll let Robbie finish that important part of the story today uh, with Robbie D'Angelo on the other side. We'll see you after that. 
also listen live to Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on your Amazon Alexa devices. Once you've enabled the skill, just say, Alexa, open Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coastview. We're having a conversation with my friend Robbie D'Angelo. He's a human optimization coach. He focuses on the mind and the body and has had a lot of success in his life doing that. And he used his own challenges in life to sort of create a, a fire in his eye, desire to want to make a difference in others, and it's really paid off. But, Robbie, why don't you pick up from where you left off? Yeah, so we're talking about using tools to achieve a certain state or feeling. Personally, I hired a mindset coach last year, and my specific goal that I told my mindset coach was I want to be the two or three drink version of Robbie all the time. And what I meant by that was I, I wanted to be free of any fear or any judgment or anything holding me back from being the highest expression of me. And I think a lot of people can identify with that because, you know, when you do have a few drinks, you are this like more bubbly, more vibrant version of you. But here's the deal. That's actually the real you. That's the unencumbered version of you. And the goal of a lot of my work is to get people there without having to use the tools to that just becoming the new normal you. Robbie, it's interesting. Uh, that's such a great way to say it. And what a great goal for people who may be drinking too much. Um, how often do you encounter people who are doing recreational use of drugs? I mean, I live in St. Petersburg, Florida. It's a very normal thing to walk down the street, see it, smell it. Um, it's, it's, it's very common these days because it goes back to a problem that you and I have talked about a lot. People are suffering from trauma, they're suffering from pain, and they're suffering from not having a mission and purpose in life. So instead of doing the work to get better or to you know progress in life, we're, we're addicted to immediate gratification. And that's what things like alcohol, drugs, and so many other vices that people are turning to right now, that's what it provides them, an escape from reality where I don't have to feel the pain of what's really going on. Wow, that's so powerful. That's so powerful. So, so uh, in the short time we have left, sort of, what's going on in your world these days? Man, life is good. I'm um, I'm launching a new men's program that I'm really really excited about. This, this is coming from me solving some of my own problems, but also see what was happening with the clients that I'm working with. I think I think men need to kind of tap into being men again, and also men need a tribe. Men are more lonely than ever, and men's mental health issues are skyrocketing right now. And those are the two things that I'm aiming to solve is to give men a tribe, but also give them a path to really become their best selves, not what society tells them to be, not what feminism tells them to be, but truly what a good man is. Well, what's interesting about where you are, you know, you, you I, I've always admired this about you, is you were continuing to sort of strive to raise the bar for yourself and the work that you do and learning more and becoming better at what you do. You you actually went to you went to Florida to change your surroundings. And you're working with a lot of very successful entrepreneurs and a long list of others that need what you had what you had to bring. How open do you find men are to the message that you have these days? That's uh, that's the interesting part about this new program is we're almost having to sell men what they think they want to give them what they need, 
right? Like men think they want women. They think they want status and money. And they're, they're chasing all these end results of them becoming a good man. And so we're, we're having to, you know, sell them what they want and get them in the program to show them like, hey, this is the path to you really achieving fulfillment in life. And it's, it's men are hesitant because, hey, we're prideful. We, we think we can do it on our own. We got this. Um, so it's, it's getting men to understand that, hey, you do need a tribe. You do need coaches in your life to help you be the best version of yourself because that's what you know society proves is true. Look at all the great athletes, all the great business leaders. All of them follow this formula. Why are, why are you not willing to be a little humble and follow the formula that the other successful people in the world have followed? Wow, that's, a, that's, that's really powerful. Hey, listen, uh, as you and I always try to do, for people who are listening to this conversation, and maybe they haven't heard us before, maybe they've heard us before and they just need a great reminder, what are some, give, give, give again sort of your basic items if somebody wants to get started around drinking and moving and sleeping and all this stuff, get, get, kind of give them the, the pep talk about that. Well, here's the deal. Like, this is the biggest thing that people have to figure out is they have to get really, really clear on not what they want right now, but the best thing somebody can do, and this is just based upon psychological evidence, but also what I'm seeing in the real world, is really, really get clear on what story do you want to tell at the end of your life. When you're looking back on your life, what kind of story do you want to tell others about how you lived? What what do you want your family to know about how you lived? And what example do you want to leave for them? I think once we get really, really clear on that, then our goal is just to live to become that person. And that could be stopping drinking. That could be getting physically fit. That could be learning personal growth and development, but really aligning yourself with becoming that person that you want to be. I get it. And then, by the way, work, work on and do research on sleeping better, drink a lot of water, and just go out and walk. Just go out and start walking, you know, one day at a time. It starts to add up after, after a while. Robbie, it's always great to spend time with you, my friend. And I look forward already to the next time we get together. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Ricky. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. I, I really hope some people take today's talk and actually takes action on what we've talked about. I agree about. with you completely, my friend. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you Monday. Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Super Talk MS Coast 103.1. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.